Well, hey again, everyone. This is Dave DeBow with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, zooming in from one of my favorite cities in the whole wide world, we've got Sarah Sullivan all the way from beautiful San Francisco, California. So how are you doing today, Sarah? I'm doing fabulous. Thanks for having me here, Dave. This is awesome. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited too. So Sarah's a very astute and experienced real estate entrepreneur and syndicator, and she's got a schwack. That's a that's an official term there, Sarah. A schwack of properties <laughs> under management, 1,800 units, over $180 million worth of assets under management. Very, very impressive. So Sarah, we're going to kind of be talking about how to quit your nine to five by getting involved in real estate investing. But first of all, why don't you just give us a big big picture overview of how did you get from where you were to having this size of a portfolio looking from your youthful appearance and not that big of a time frame. So what what did that look like for you? Yeah. So there's two really key things and then I'll take you through the story. One is partnerships and the other is marketing. Hmm. Marketing, marketing, marketing. And um yeah, so I'll get into that. So yeah, I was very traditional, you know, you grow up knowing knowing the path to success is a great education, great job, you know, save as much as you can, do that forever. So I took that path for a little bit and it was not aligned with the amount of freedom I wanted in my life, neither financial freedom nor time freedom. And I quickly found out that time freedom was really, really, really important to me. And so I started taking a look. I was living in Silicon Valley, working my butt off, and there were a bunch of people hanging out at home during the day. And I was like, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, we're investors. We're investors. And I was like, I want to be an investor. <laughs> and so I, I asked them what they invested in. And they said real estate. And they said big real estate. They didn't have you know, a couple properties, single family home properties. They had apartment buildings. They were part of partner building, apartment buildings. So I said, okay, I need to learn about that. So fast forward, I learned, I studied about real estate, taking you know all the classes and coaching from multiple different gurus and multiple different approaches, but I didn't break into actually creating the company and moving forward with acquiring properties and investors until I got a marketing coach. And so Dave, you'll probably agree with me on this, but you can learn all the strategy you want, but if you don't have investors or if you are another type of entrepreneur and you don't have leads, you don't have clients, then you don't have a business, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> which I had a great, I had a, a great investment product, but I didn't have people. So I hired a marketing coach and then, then everything blew up. Then it went wild. I had enough investors to purchase a massive amount of real estate. And I partnered with people who were farther ahead than me. You know, they've been doing this for 10 years and I was a newbie. And so I said to them, Hey, you guys are amazing. You're, you know, I idolize you. What can I do to add more value to their business? And they told me, and it was marketing. So I said, all right, I'm going all in on marketing. We partnered together. We both blew up as far as our portfolios just skyrocketing. So those are really the key things are if you're looking to get into real estate, marketing is totally overlooked. There are so many new ways to do it that the real estate gurus might teach you the old way, which maybe that works, but you know, there's also a lot of really creative marketing out there that's really fun, might be more aligned with what with what different people are good at or yeah. enjoy. 
Yeah. So, so Sarah, what was the time frame from when you hired the marketing coach to when you started raising some serious capital and actually, you know, started making some money yourself as a as a real estate investor? And how long did it take you to transition from corporate America to being a fully financially self-sufficient investor? Well, year one was negative and I hired the marketing quite coach. Quite common. <laughs> <laughs> I hired the marketing coach at the end of year one. Year two was break even and year three, I was at 5X what my W2 was. Wow. Wow. So that's definitely the hockey stick going up there. And what about was that that you really kicked it into gear? What was what was year one? What year was year one? Year one was 2020. Wow. Jeez. Uh, oh, so no, year one was 2019. The break even was 2020. And the skyrocket was just last year in 2021. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. So let me ask you this then. So when it comes to, because a lot of people think, you know what, I need to have a lot of experience under my belt before I can go out and start raising capital from people. I'm thinking you skipped that whole step and just started raising capital and then found a good home for it? Or did you find a good home first and then start raising the capital? How did that look for you? I found a partner who had lots of good homes for the many. And then I went and found the many. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you found somebody who's actively been doing this for, like you said, 10 years. Mm -hmm. And then, so you got a great product. You felt comfortable about it. You partnered up with somebody with a ton of experience. Mm-hmm. So you're borrowing from their credibility. Mm-hmm. And then you went out and you started raising capital. Okay, fantastic. That's very, very smart. I know we can't dig too deep into all of this, but what are some of the things that you've done that have been working so well for you when it comes to marketing and finding these investor partners? Heavy, heavy education. Give, give, give. So okay. like Dave, you recently did a summit where you educated the masses out there on all things related to real estate, right? And so that's very similar to what I do. Just educate, educate, educate. Let people know how much you know. And so even though you may not have a ton of experience in everything, there's something that you know a lot about. Mm -hmm. And so teach someone what you know, and then they're going to realize how smart you are or how knowledgeable you are in that area. And then that grows trust and confidence. Very good. So you, you do these kind of events. You do marketing to get a bunch of people enrolled in these events. Probably are they free or no cost type educational type things? Yeah, they're all free. All of my all of my events are free and I really like to encourage trust in them. So the whole point, you know, that's another thing with marketing that my coach told me is be intentional with each event. Is this event, what's the purpose? Is the purpose to build trust? Is the purpose to educate? And you want to make sure that in your series, you're building trust you're building education. And also another really key thing is to educate while you're not asking them to invest. So that happens a lot when people are pitching an investment is they're trying to get someone to understand, trust them, understand the investment model and agree to invest all in the same hour webinar or presentation. And you know, if you study the mind, there's something called the lizard brain, if you've ever heard of it, but basically like you don't want to be asking someone to make an emotional decision while they're learning at the same time. And so I separate those events. There's educational events where I teach about the model of my investments, but I do not ask them to invest. And then after those events, they're like, can I invest with you? Uh (laughs) So then I don't have to, I don't have to try to sell them. You know, I let them self-select. 
this is how it works. You can decide, you can reach out to me if you want to move forward. And then there's no pressure. And especially when you're talking to sophisticated investors, you know, in sales, the more educated, the more fluent the person is that you're selling to, which if you're looking for an investor, it's kind of like sales, the less pressure you want to present and the more knowledge you want to present. That's a fascinating idea. Hold that thought for a second. Hi there, this is Dave Debo, and real estate investors hire me to raise capital the right way. Why? Because most of them are stuck with too small of a portfolio, and they don't know how to attract investors and raise money for their deals. So I help them to connect, capture, and close their ideal money partners. Bottom line, when you've got a deal, you're going to have the capital to do it. So go ahead and book a no-cost capital clarity session with me at bookachatwithdave.com. Again, that's book at chatwithdave.com. Yeah, very good. And I would imagine that your level and what you're doing, you're definitely looking for that kind of an investor. Uh, one of the things that I really try to do, Sarah, and, and occasionally succeed at when it comes to marketing is to edutain people a little bit. So, you know, gets back a little bit to that lizard brain as well. It gets back to the fact that people's attention spans tend to be a little bit shorter these days than they might've been in the past gets to the fact that we're just so accustomed to being entertained that what I try to do is educate people and at the same time, entertain them a little bit within reason without being stupid, Yeah, but, you know, to make it more of an enjoyable experience for folks, because you and I, and a lot of the viewers and followers of this podcast are what I affectionately refer to as real estate weirdos. Now don't take offense (laughs) to that. <laughs> Love it. I'll take but, it. But you know what I mean. You, you go out, you talk with quote unquote normal human beings, and you start talking about cap rates and IRRs and all this kind of stuff, and their eyes glaze over and roll in the back of their head. They're not interested at all. So again, it's very, very important, I think, to I don't like the word the term dumb it down, but to simplify the concept yep. so that make it reader's digest level mm-hmm. is what I call it. Does mm-hmm. that make does that resonate with you at all, Sarah? Oh, it totally does. It totally yeah. does. Yep. As simple as you can. Any graphics, charts, pictures that you can use to describe it. Yeah. Simple. And don't make them look like, you know, a hedge fund manager presentation that's all blue and gray. Like mm-hmm. you said, make it fun. Like mine are orange and green and, you know, make yeah. it lively. Yeah, definitely. Agree with that. That's very cool. So, so Sarah, one thing we have to be very, very cognizant of, and I know you're in California, I'm in British Columbia, Canada, you've got the Securities and Exchange Commission, plus California's got probably got its own oh, yes, it does. oversight. Yeah, mm-hmm. same thing in Canada. We don't have it any better. Each province has its own Securities Commission. Mm-hmm. What do you do to make sure that you're compliant and, and not breaking the rules with, uh, with securities? Because I think I know the answer, but I just want you to explain it because, again, I see a lot of people being very clumsy about this and it just, you know, they're they're actively soliciting investors on social media and different things like this, and they might get away with it for a little while, but eventually I think it's going to bite them. So what do you do to make sure you're not crossing the line? So I have a very low social media presence. And that's one of the reasons. So my business on social media, I just invite people to educational events. And so that's one of the ways that I you know, do lead generation is promoting the educational events. And then so here in the US, you know, there's some types of projects I can promote and solicit openly. And so those actually, I, I still don't even put those out there. Occasionally, I might put a post or two. 
but I do it all through email marketing so that I get the leads that come in and they go through education with me. And then I present an offering. So, you know, do an educational event, then book a call with me. And so now we know each other. I know that, you know, you're of sound mind or you're not of sound mind, in which case I'll take you off my email list. (laughs) I've done that. Sounds like you've had one or two of those. (laughs) You know, they say you find crazy people on the internet. It's two ways. Like you can find a crazy fraudulent promoter, you can also find crazy investors who want to be out there. Yeah. You know, or they're just really not qualified to, it's not a good idea for them to work with me in which case I'll take them off my list as well. Mm -hmm. So that then in my CRM system, people are tagged according to, are they accredited? Are they not accredited? So in my CRM system, I know what I can present to different groups of people. And that, and you're getting Mm -hmm. that information after you've met with them. Is that correct? So you're kind of you're having a, a one-on-one conversation with them and kind of filling out a questionnaire as you go along, kind of a, a get to know your investor kind of thing. Yes, I usually do. So I'll send out, you know, after a Legion event, I'll send out something saying, Hey, you know, if you're not an accredited investor in order to invest with me, I have to know you book a call. If you are an accredited investor, you can still book a call, but if you don't want to, you know, just fill out this form that says, you know, how you qualify. And so then my CRM will capture it and say, you know, automatically, this is the group of accredited. This is the group I've met with who are non-accredited. So I can make an offer to them as well. Very, very cool. So Sarah, what have you found has worked best for you for these kind of online lead generation events? What works best for for you in these uh, these days? Yeah, so doing doing educational events where there are multiple speakers on different topics. Yeah. So, you know, not just 10 speakers talking about syndications that would put anyone to sleep, (laughs) but can we have someone talking about asset protection and tax strategy and using your retirement accounts to invest in real estate, whether that's a syndication or a single family home rental, whatever it might be that you invest in. So really educating on the ecosystem and not so strongly on specifically what I do. Then people see the whole benefit of it. Yeah, very good. And I believe we were talking offline and, and you do a variety of different events. It's not just a, a one and done kind of a thing. You've got a variety of different types of events that you've done, summits with multiple speakers and challenges and these kind of things. So basically the idea is providing really good education, yes. smart that you're bringing in other outside outside experts. Not only do they beef up the content of your event, but I imagine they also help to promote the event as well. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. smart. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, Sarah, if you were, you know, it hasn't been that long that you've been doing this and, and you've built up a phenomenal portfolio in that time. If you're going to talk to your younger self three years ago, <laughs> what advice would you <laughs> give yourself to kick this into gear even, even faster? I mean, besides the get educated side of things, obviously that, that was huge. Yeah. Partner, partner earlier partner earlier. So I I did try to hack at it on my own for a while. And then even now that I've had new, new developments, I opened a real estate fund and I'm doing it on my own. And today I asked someone to be a partner with me in that because two heads is better than one, like trying to do it on your own. I mean, I have learned this lesson myself, but still I end up doing it where I'm like, wait, why am I doing this on my own? I have a very specific set of skills and things I like to do. And someone else has very complimentary skills and what they like to do and are good at. So 
let's partner and we'll do, you know, eight times as much together as I would do on my own. I love um, that. That's the yeah. abundance mentality, right? Instead of I want, I want this whole little pie just for me. Yeah. It's understanding that, hey, if you bring on partners, you're sure you're going to get a slice of the pie, but the pie itself is going to be infinitely bigger. Yes, it will. Yeah, Definitely. Bigger. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Sarah, I love I could I could chit chat about marketing stuff all day long. Yeah, me I, too. <laughs> I love <laughs> I love what you do and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of our followers and listeners would like to find out more about you. So if people want to find out more about Sarah Sullivan, where's the best place for them to go? Yes, thank you for that. Sarah S360.com. So if you guys are listening, you're on your phone, you can just type it into your phone. S-A-R-A-H-S. Don't forget that S 360.com. And there's always to connect with me. There's my LinkedIn, there's my phone number, there's my email, there's my ebook, there's all my events, there's <laughs> schedule well, that's a call. Smart. I've, I've just started looking at these 360 sites, and it's kind of like, you know, we've got all of these different things out there. This provides one convenient spot that people can go to get all of your information. So again, yeah, yeah smart on that. We'll make sure we got that in the in the notes. And again, that's Sarah S360.com. Sarah, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. Oh, I loved it. I had so much fun. Thank you, Dave. I look forward to next time we chat. Likewise. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. See you on the next episode. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes, give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.